You know, psychologists say when you have stressful things on your mind, it's better for your health to release them. Holding them in can cause heartburn, high blood pressure, even ulcers. So let it out. Well, on today's episode, that's what I'm doing. Releasing all these things which have been heavy on my mind since our last time together. So welcome to Did You Hear What Chocolate Said? It's season three. It's episode six. Let's get it started. A lot has gone on since our last show. Man. One of the biggest stories to come out is the layoffs at ESPN. I'm sure by now you've all heard the names of the talent they let go. Max Kellerman, Jalen Rose, Jeff Van Gundy, Ty Mache, Keyshawn Johnson, NFL staple Susie Colbert, Steve Young, Matt Hasselbeck, college basketball analyst Lafonso Ellis, Ashley Brewer, June Lee, Jason Fitz, and others like Nick Friedel and Neil Everett, the Sports Center anchor that had done the overnight with Scott Van Pelt all these years. Needless to say, I, I wasn't happy about these layoffs. Why? Mainly because of who I see gets to remain at the worldwide leader in sports, ESPN. People like Kimberly Martin, who always appears on Get Up and First Take. She tries way too hard to be controversial, so hard that her takes just don't land. They often just fall flat. She's trying to be, you know, really spicy and dicey. It's, it's just not working for her. She's terrible with the teleprompter. And she always stumbles over her words. And then the takes that she gives are so biased, they don't even make sense. Then there's Malika Andrews, the host of NBA Today, who took over this role after the whole Rachel Nichols fiasco, which ESPN mishandled, in my opinion. Well, Andrews has made a name for herself. People are saying that she's obviously biased against black men, always making statements, putting them in a bad light, and making side-eye comments about somebody. I used to like her. Now, when she speaks... To me, she sounds like she's performing on Broadway or something. Like like this. Well, the Denver Nuggets are NBA champions for the first time ever. Like she, you could see her on stage with a spotlight on her mic taped to her head or something. She just doesn't sound natural to me. Like she's also trying too hard. What I really don't like about Malika Andrews, though, is how disrespectful she's become. Like when she tried to come for Stephen A on his own show, telling him what they weren't going to say on his show. He set her straight right there on air, respectfully, and I was there for it. She's still on ESPN. They could have let her go for me. Same thing with Sage Steele. She has a pending lawsuit against ESPN all over that vaccine. And I feel that's the only reason why she's there still. Pablo Torre, still there. Pablo is serviceable, but he was always stiff and boring to me. Still there. Cassidy Hubbard, still there. 
can't read from the teleprompter and obviously not as well versed on sports topics, but she's still there. But the big one that's crazy to me is this one. You get rid of Jalen Rose and Jeff Van Gundy, two of the best NBA analysts they had. And then today, even Mark Jackson got rid of him too. And yet you kept Kendrick Perkins? Now, don't get me wrong. I love Kendrick Perkins. But his ability to analyze a game is lost in his focus on antics and just making ridiculous hot takes. It's been hard to watch ESPN without seeing Jalen Rose anywhere. He's one of my favorites to watch. And then this one, Neil Everett, the one I mentioned earlier, everybody loved Neil Everett. No way they should not have renewed his contract. His voice in the wee hours of the mornings when I'm fighting insomnia is going to be missed. But in addition to the fact that I feel ESPN will regret letting some of these particular people go, there's another part of this that came out of left field that has me heated. These content creators out here, some of whom were previously employed by ESPN, ESPN or FS1, or others, they're almost giddy that these high-profile layoffs are happening. For instance, Charles Savants of Dreamers Pro Podcast. Let me first say I really like Charles and his podcast. It's well-produced and covers all of the NBA topics out there real-time. I watch them every day. But he's one of those content creators who hold the opinion that their independent space is better than network TV sports media and that these layoffs prove this. He's done whole episodes even quoting others in the industry discussing how sports media is the middleman and now leagues are seeing they can go direct to consumer around them without uh, getting them involved by streaming. He believes this is the rise of content creators and nobody is checking for sports networks anymore he seems to scoff at the notion of professionally trained journalists being needed for good content and often blasts stephen a smith whenever he brings up his credentials and talks about his profession with honor he always comes back with the you don't need to be a trained journalist crap well yeah he's right you don't need to be just to put something out there. But that's also why you can't count on getting accurate information much anymore. See, all these sports podcasters out there, they're not like Charles Savance. They aren't taking time like he does to fact check things. They're just sitting on a podcast, giving their opinion with very few verified facts involved. That's what's going on. And they're portraying these opinions as facts. So while these content creators may be laughing now, saying, see, yeah, come watch us. You don't need TV. They're missing something. When you listen to these sports content creators, where do they get their stats and information from? Sports analysts and journalists, real ones. So if they keep growing in popularity and laughing at more and more actual journalists and analysts being out of work, 
pretty soon there will be no one left for them to get the stats and the information from. What are they going to do then? They don't have the infrastructure for a whole research department. They don't have the credentials to just show up to a sports franchise and get access to personnel and data from teams directly. See, what's happening now is a trend. Trends are not permanent. So while, as Charles says, the sports media industry is so-called changing and going down, it won't stay this way. Just like all these other trendy things that came before it, they will die out and respect for real sports journalists and analysts will return. So content creators, you're laughing now. Enjoy it while it lasts, but there will always be a need for us real journalists. And don't forget that. Next, I'm going to talk about the ESPY, speaking of ESPN. As you know, the ESPY Awards are the annual awards given by ESPN honoring sports greats for the year. As usual, it was a great list of winners. NBA's Jamal Murray, Comeback Athlete of the Year. NFL's Justin Jefferson won for Best Play. The Service Award went to the Buffalo Bills training staff for their heroic handling of the DeMar Hamlin situation. Breakthrough Athlete of the Year was LSU's champion, Angel Reese. And Patrick Mahomes was named Male Athlete of the Year. No surprise there. Now, LeBron James was honored for his record-breaking performance for breaking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's all-time leading scorer record. Great feat. He was presented by his wife and kids on stage. And now his wife, Savannah, rarely publicly speaks. So I was so excited to see her on stage to introduce her boot. I love Savannah. And yes, of course, she is supposed to heap praise on her beloved husband. But there was something about her remarks that rubbed me the wrong way. First, she talked about what a great father and husband he is and the way he serves the community. All good. Clap, clap for that. Then she says, but that's not what this award is about. Really? It's not about that? Okay. She then says, it's about LeBron James, the legend, the king, and yes, the goat, with a head nod and matter of fact in her voice, like she just said, the earth is round. I was like, hold on, stop the presses. Last I checked, the award was about him breaking a record no one thought would ever be broken. She could and should have left it about that. That's enough to show LeBron is the greatest of this era. Yeah, the GOAT, G-O-T-E, greatest of this era. But no, she had to shake her head as if her head nod proves he's the G-O-A-T, greatest of all time. Why did it bother me, you ask? Isn't she supposed to call her husband the goat? That's what I keep getting people saying to me. She's supposed to support her husband. She's supposed to praise her husband. Actually, uh, no, she's not supposed to call her husband the, the goat. She can praise him without doing that. But specifically, nodding her head the way that she did and calling him the goat, no. Case in point, Vanessa Bryant. There is no doubt that she believes... Her husband, the late, great Kobe Bryant, oh, Kobe, rest in peace. The late, great 
Kobe Bryant, her husband, is the GOAT. I'm sure if you ask her, she believes that. Has she said in public ever, my husband's the GOAT, the greatest of all time? No. Could listeners tell that she loves and shows support for her husband without mentioning that controversial term? Well, of course they could. She didn't have to say it. So don't come to me and tell me that I'm a hater and I'm criticizing a loving wife for supporting her husband. Really? You honestly think that I, the chocolate girl, would put down a woman showing her husband uh, that she supports him and showering him with praise? Crazy. I would never do that. But Savannah is no dummy. She's a brilliant woman and knew exactly what she was doing. She was directing that comment squarely at all of us who say Jordan remains the GOAT. G-O-A-T. Greatest of all time. It had nothing to do with the honor that LeBron was receiving for breaking the record. Um, how do I know? Because it wasn't required to be said to show support for him. She didn't have to say he's the GOAT um, to show that she... Uh, honors and praises him for breaking the record she didn't have to say that this was all about their ego and their need for everyone to praise them or namely him go back to the 2020 nba finals where my beloved los angeles lakers led by lebron and anthony davis beat my second favorite team the miami heat to win the championship he was named mvp and in his speech while talking about how he told Jeannie Buss he was coming to the Lakers to return the Lakers back to where they belong. And then he went down the respect list, talking about, quote, we just want our respect. Rob wants his respect. Coach Vogel wants his respect. Organization wants their respect. Laker Nation wants their respect. Then he paused for a dramatic effect. And I want my damn respect too. End quote. You remember that? After he said it, the crowd, if you notice, was mainly stunned. They didn't scream when he said that. In fact, they were slow to react. Rob Palenka was, of course, screaming and clapping because he knows that he has reason to not be respected with his non-knowing what he's doing self. But LeBron stood there basically begging people to respect him. Goats, G-O-A-T-S's. They don't have to do that. You've never heard any other person who claims to be the goat or who's considered the goat say anything like that. Can you imagine Tiger Woods or Serena Williams or Michael Phelps or even Tom Brady saying that? No, because they wouldn't. And you have never heard Michael Jordan say anything like that either because he doesn't have to. He knows he's the GOAT. He doesn't have to wait for anybody to say anything. And he definitely doesn't have to beg for it. So no, Savannah, just because you say so does not make your beloved husband the G-O-A-T. It's earned. It's demonstrated. And one thing real GOATs know is they never have to go around saying, look at me, I'm the greatest of all time. Yeah, I am. They let their performance speak for themselves and let others call them that. 
Savannah might want to realize that by now. Moving on. I'm going to close out with some quick takes on some things that have been happening lately. First, Kiki Palmer's boyfriend is a jerk for making their issues public. I'm hearing she broke up with him. I hate she has to be tied to him forever now since they have a child, but I'm glad she let him loose. That was some foul stuff that he did. Next, Carly Russell, the woman who lied about being kidnapped in Alabama. She has set black women back with this big lie. It's already known that when we, black women, are missing, we aren't given the national media attention as other women are. And you know whenever one of us do something, that affects all of us. It's not fair, but it's true. So it looks like she's lost her job and now she faces charges. I feel for her and I wish her all the best in terms of getting whatever help she needs because clearly something, something's amiss. Finally, on a positive note, saying that this is, quote, the biggest thing I've ever done in my life, end quote, it's been finalized that Irvin Magic Johnson is now one of the owners of the Washington Commanders. He and a group of investors bought the franchise from previous owner, Daniel Snyder, for $6.05 billion. Magic plans to play a huge role in giving the team's image an internal facelift after the toxic environment created by Snyder. He believes in creating a culture of respect, and I believe he will be instrumental in getting it done there. Respect, uh, commitment, positive vibes and all of that winning that's what major johnson is going to bring to that uh, organization a, a culture of winning magic also has ownership in the la sparks in the dodgers and of course he still plays some role with the lakers i can't wait to see what he does with this franchise congratulations magic johnson for realizing one of your dreams so We've come to the end of another wonderful episode of Did You Hear What Chocolate Said. It's been fun. I miss doing these shows when I take a little time off. So when I get back at it, it makes it that much more fun. This is what I want you to do. This show is going to be posted on my Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash chocolate writer. Did you hear anything that surprised you? Go to my Facebook page and under this show, put it in the comments and let me know. I love hearing from all of you. Oh, and have you joined threads yet? The chocolate writer has, so follow me over there as well. Just like you do on IG already, right? So thank you for tuning in. See you next time. And as always, I wish you love, peace, and chocolate. <laughs>